was peppered with rocking chairs. A wooden sign with old-fashioned letters boasted the name of the place, Heart of Paradise, Bed and Breakfast. He knocked on the front door, and in a minute or so it swung open, revealing a tall man with short, sandy blonde hair and a matching goatee. He looked to be in his mid-forties. Good afternoon, Aaron said. I'm Aaron Ebersol. I'm going to be staying here for a while. It's nice to meet you. We've been expecting you. I'm Trey Peterson. Trey shook Aaron's hand and then swung the door open and motioned for him to enter. My wife Hannah and I own this bed and breakfast. Aaron followed him into a sitting area sparsely decorated with antiques and a few plants. This is nice. Thank you. Trey pulled out a book and flipped through it. Let me see where we have you staying. He reviewed a page and then looked up. Oh, yes, I remember. You said you don't know how long you'll be here, so we'd like to have you pay for a week up front. Does that still sound okay? That will be fine. Aaron slid his wallet from the back pocket of his jeans and pulled out his credit card. Trey ran it through the machine and Aaron signed the receipt. Trey handed him a set of keys, explaining that one was his room key and the other was the key to the front door. Aaron followed him up the stairs to the second floor and down a hallway to the last door on the right. Here we are. Trey opened the door and stepped inside. Aaron stood in the doorway and surveyed the room. It had a double bed, a dresser with a flat-screen television on top of it, a small desk with a chair, and a nightstand. He could also see a small bathroom with a shower through another open door and what was probably the closed door to a closet. A stack of towels sat in the middle of the bed. The walls were white, and a small mirror hung in one corner next to a flowered wreath. A painting of a farm landscape adorned the wall above the bed, and another wall had a big window. It was all he'd need for his visit. It's perfect, Aaron said. We'll provide fresh linens every day. Trey picked up a piece of paper next to the television. We have basic cable, and this is a list of channels. Thanks, but I don't watch much television. Aaron dropped his duffel bag next to the bed with a thud. Breakfast is included with your stay, and it's served at eight. The back stairs we passed lead right to the kitchen. We don't have a formal dining room. One authentic Amish meal is also included, so you can choose what day you want that meal. Trey paused, looking as if there were something else he wanted to say. Mr. Ebersole, he finally said, I didn't want to ask when you called, and I didn't say anything to my wife for fear I'd get her hopes up, but are you Ruth's son? She and my wife are friends. Yes, I am. But if you don't mind, could you not tell anyone I'm here? My family doesn't know anything about me being here. Not yet. Of course. But I know from what Hannah has told me that Ruth will be thrilled to see you. They worked together at the Lancaster Grand Hotel. Well, welcome back. Thank you. And please call me Aaron. He was surprised his mother had had a job outside the home. Inwardly, he winced. Had the farm not adequately supported his family over the years? Trey moved to the doorway before adding, Do you have any questions before I go? No, everything is great. Aaron smiled. Thank you. You're welcome. Just let me know if you need anything. Trey tapped the doorframe and then walked down the hallway. Aaron took off his coat and sat down on the edge of the bed, which creaked under his weight. 
He didn't know what to do first. He stared out the window, considering his options. He had to go see his parents, but something was holding him back. Was it his pride, or was it something more like fear? Fear of their continued rejection? Shaking those thoughts from his mind, he unpacked his clothes, placing his shirts and undergarments in the dresser and hanging his jeans and trousers in the closet. Besides, his family members were not the only people he wanted to see. Aaron's childhood friend, Saul, was the one who'd contacted him a little over a week ago to tell him his mother had suffered a massive stroke. He even indicated she was asking for him. Aaron had been both shocked and saddened by the news, but also surprised. He hadn't heard from anyone in his family for 17 years. Still, he had decided before they had even finished talking that if his mother wanted him, he'd go. He tied up the loose ends at the construction company he co-owned.